Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Nikki C, and welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. And today we have a very special guest, Jay India. She is the creator, producer, and host of three podcasts in the Free Spirits podcast brand. Her main podcast is called Two Inches Off the Ground, where the metaphysical meets the practical. Her master's degree in creative writing combined with her former 10-year career as a book editor brings storytelling and entertainment to the forefront of her podcast. She loves being a voice for the metaphysical world and hopes that she can assist in healing the collective with her words and her energy. And you guys can find her on Instagram at two inches off the ground. All right, everyone. You guys ready for a great interview? Okay, let's get started. Hello, everyone. I want you to give a round and welcome to Jay India. We are so excited to have you as a special guest. Thank you so much for coming on. Nikki, I am so excited to be here because I am also a fan of the podcast. I've listened to every single episode. So um, I'm just so honored that you're having me on today. Thank you. Thank you. And I've listened to your podcast as well. And uh, we'll make sure we put your podcast down in the description a little later. But you, um, your background and everything is so fascinating and so interesting. I really would think that the, the listeners will really resonate well with you. So if you could, I would love for you to kind of give us a background of you. I like to, before we get into like the meat and the potatoes of everything, I really like to just kind of get into the essence of what, you know, your journey or your story, because we're all about journeys here. So if you could just give us a start and tell us how your journey started and tell us a little bit about you, that'd be great. All right. So my journey basically started, you know, obviously as a child, we're, we are, we're all children. And I, um, I think my real journey started at around 39 years old. I'm now 43. And I, I really felt that I started making better decisions in my life after 39. And, and this has to do with, you know, the concept, Nikki, of life got in the way. And I talked to you about uh, maybe life didn't get in the way for me, but I got in the way for me. So when I was in high school and I was young, I was really conditioned, you know, that money and power equals success. And I was conditioned. I lived in the 80s. I lived in the 90s. I lived in New Jersey. I was super conditioned to all that. And that kind of threw me off my path because I really feel that my path was you know, everything happens as it should in the metaphysical world, right? But I felt that if I had listened to source, and by the way, when I mean source, I mean anything that resonates with you. I mean it as higher power, universe, spirit. You can think of it as God. You can think of it if you're not, you know, spiritual or religious at, at all. You can think of it as intuition, as gut instinct, whatever resonates with you. And I really felt that because of my conditioning, 
I think I started to kind of get thrown off my path and I got in the way of myself by not connecting with source. And it started for me in college because the college I chose, the undergrad I chose, and no disrespect to it, I, I definitely got a killer education. I got an amazing education and I had some good experiences. I studied abroad. I went to the University of the West Indies in Barbados, so that was fun. And, um, but by the same token, I feel that if I had really listened to myself and listened to source and I was really in tune, I would have been guided in a different direction. And throughout my twenties, I kept being guided into this direction that again, everything happens for a reason, but I now know that, you know what, I'd not say I shouldn't have been guided into it, but it was just not my sole purpose, which is a topic today, right? It's It wasn't my sole purpose. So I was, um, I graduated from college and 10 days later, I was a Peace Corps volunteer. I lived in Eastern Europe for two years. And then I came back and I received a master's in creative writing and Russian studies from NYU. So we have that in common, Nikki, we're both writers, right? <laughs> I put out a book. I published a book um, in the year 2012. It's called, if anyone wants to look it up, it's called I, Putin. It's about Vladimir Putin. It's by Jennifer Siata. That's my real name. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, doing all this, at the same time, I was working, obviously, right, throughout my 20s. And I was doing jobs where I didn't have a voice. I was in the service industry. I would go in and out of the restaurant industry. I was in publishing. I was in book publishing for 10 years and I enjoyed parts of it. But, you know, <laughs> book publishing sounds like it's so just such a hot industry. It's not. It's you going into a cubicle and they put papers in front of you and you edit them for eight hours and then you leave. And the people I met there were lovely, but by the same token, they weren't going against the grain. You know what I mean? They were people that they wanted the white picket fence and they wanted mm. the 2.5 kids. And, and God bless. That's a great goal to achieve. And I'm not that person. I'm not that person at all. So I'm going through life with these jobs and it's just not really fitting with me. I'm not really happy. It all came to a culmination around 2015. I decided to switch my job from publishing to be a corporate flight attendant. And a corporate flight attendant is someone who flies on private jets with the rich and the famous. So that's what I was doing for five and a half years. And it was cool, you know, because I hadn't traveled in such a long time. I was a big traveler. I'd lived in Barbados. I'd lived in Eastern Europe. I'd done the whole thing. And then all of a sudden I wasn't traveling. So I wanted a job where I could travel. And here I am young and traveling and single and having fun and making a lot of money and the whole thing. And I still, at the end of the day, was not happy. And I figured out that I kept choosing careers where I did not have a voice. So for example, if you're a corporate flight attendant and you're in cabin and that billionaire is having a bad day and screaming at you, there's nothing you can say back. Even with Me Too movement, even with, it doesn't matter because you're in their plane. They are the owner of that plane. There's no one you can, there's no HR, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I figured out, okay, I keep, you know, I keep, tamping down my voice. And it actually culminated into throat chakra issues. I was having a lot of sinus issues. I was having mm. a lot of sore throats. I was having a lot of nasal issues. 
And once I was able to finally address it, and and how did I address it? It's actually a good uh, it's a good question. I went into the metaphysical. I started embracing my metaphysical and my spiritual side, and that's what I do and how I live my life day in and day out. And I started connecting to source. I started really meditating. I started to get my past lives read. I found out in two of my past lives, I lived one life as a boy slave who was chained to a wall. So I had no voice and I was living in poverty. And in another life, I was in English, I guess you could say servant or maid. And I had no voice again. You know, I'm raising other people's kids. I have no voice. So I realized that I was carrying that energy into this life. And I finally had to wake up and figure it out. And that's what happened around age 38, age 39. I kind of started to figure that out. Oh, wow. Wow. That is so amazing. Just that that whole entire journey. Um, And the corporate flight attendant, that's that's kind of cool. I never I, I guess I never really thought that there was a separate entity, but I can only imagine the type of energy you're surrounding with with all of these uh, different people. But um, you talk about the, the metaphysical and this idea of meditation. How does meditation help to keep your, I guess, your core? How does it keep it centered? That's a really good question. I think for me, it just completely grounds me. If I'm having a busy day, if I'm having a day where I'm at my computer way too much, which hello, that's everyone, right? Especially during COVID. That's everyone. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about it. Always. <laughs> just stay, just stuck there, chained there. Oh. Chained there, you know? And so I love doing a meditation around 10, 15 minutes halfway through the day. And it really just connects me to source and it it's a check-in for me. It's it's a check-in to say, okay, how are you feeling? How is your body feeling? How are you doing mind, body, soul? And that's how it really helps me. Now, I do some really long meditations too. I get super woo-woo, Nikki. I mean, we're, we're talking doing the star seed meditations for an hour and 10 minutes. And oh, wow. Just to sit I've that long. I've done it all. Wow. I can sit. I am. You know what? If you've gotten to know me just a touch, but if you know my personality, I have a lot of energy, but I have this side to me where I can totally be a Buddha and sit up on a mountaintop for eight hours and meditate. I, I can do it. The longest I've meditated so far to date is two and a half hours. So I'm trying wow. to get longer, but anyway, so the whole, I'm not saying I, anyone has to do that. <laughs> just start with five <laughs> or 10 minutes. I'm not saying anyone has to do that, but it really helps connect to your soul purpose too, because once I started using crystals and meditation and, and listening to podcasts and the whole thing, and, and I was absorbing all this wonderful information. And by the way, surrounding myself with the right people like you, Nikki, you're a light worker. Oh. Now, I don't know if you realize that. Do you know your light not. worker? Okay. Oh, you're a light worker. Oh, sit up straight now. Okay. <laughs> <Got> my... <laughs> That's a high compliment. You are Thank a light you. worker. Thank you. How am I? I'm sorry. Why am I saying that? Because you give from your soul to other people. And you, I know that that if I see you in a class, you know, if I'm one of your students, I know you're magnetic. I just know it because I can see you on screen right now and I can see you're magnetic. I can just see that. So I know you're a light worker. I know you give with your soul. This podcast, you give with your soul. The topics, you give with your soul. So you are Thank 100% you. a you. light worker. And I just want to say to listeners out there, teachers, nurses, 
anyone who's in home health care, you guys are some of the highest light workers we have on this planet. Daycare workers, anyone like that, and no one realizes it. No one talks about it. But you guys are probably some of the most evolved human beings on this planet. So I just want to put that out there. Yes, I, I totally agree. I hands down, uh, and shout out to all of the the um the first responders and the teachers and yes. I mean they kept us going through this pandemic and it was so yes. hard. I think I mentioned once in a in a um in a previous podcast how how much of a challenge that had to be. I was just teaching one class, but I can only imagine and I was teaching college students, I can only imagine having that and and doing it for younger kids especially you know kindergartner up into like you know, elementary school to to sit get them to sit and have a mask or to pay attention on a zoom for hours on a day um, my hat goes off to all of them so um, definitely thank you for bringing that up and acknowledging that you talked about a little bit about the the idea of the sole purpose how do you um how did you get to how will you feel like you were um, guided towards your sole purpose? I know you mentioned the corporate flight, but what was that moment where you just was like, this is it. This is, I, I, I got to, something, something is guiding me in a different direction. Well, the first answer is not pretty. <laughs> Don't expect something super metaphysical and pretty. Like I saw this butterfly and it all just <laughs> magically appeared. Yeah, never it's, is. It doesn't work like that, right? No. Never is. Thank you for saying that, Nikki. Um, for me, I would say I kept being overlooked for opportunities. And that was a sign, well, opportunities that my other colleagues were getting. And they were on the same level as me, you know, we were all the same. There wasn't anything special about any of it. Not, not, not special, but there wasn't anything that really just separated us out. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And they yeah. were getting certain opportunities. So I'm going to give you an example in the corporate flight attendant, in the corporate flight attendant industry, there are something called visas. So they're business visas. So if I'm a contractor, meaning I'm a freelancer, it's really good to get these visas. I can't get them on my own. You have to get get them through the staffing company or, or the owner or something like that. And the visas that are highly sought after are Russia and Brazil. And I know I'm missing one, but it's not coming to me right now. But anyway, Russia and Brazil and China. Mm, okay. No matter what I did, in fact, at the end, at the end of my career, I had a, a, I had a, um, a client where who was going to I think it was China and India a lot and I still was not getting the visa and I still was not getting invited on those trips. And at that point, I said, you know what? The universe is telling me over and over, this is not right. This is not right for me. And I started to get angry. I'll, I'll be honest. I started to get a little angry. Same thing happened to me in the service industry because you're trying to change, right? You're trying to be guided to your sole purpose. You know, I'm meditating, I'm, I'm opening up to the universe, I'm, I'm working with crystals, I'm doing all sorts of things, and then I'm pushing against the flow. That's what I'm doing, right? I'm staying in the corporate flight attendant, so I'm pushing against the flow. So I started getting angrier and angrier, and finally I just left. I said, okay, you know what? I need to do metaphysical podcasting pretty much full time, and I haven't looked back since. Nice, nice. What do you think would be, um, a lot of people don't maybe know um, metaphysical. What yeah. is one of the common myths about um, the metaphysical um, beliefs or world and everything? 
I think that we're all super woo-woo, that we're all in the clouds, <laughs> yes. and that our head's in the clouds all the time. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, my head's in the clouds sometimes. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's the creative but, part of you, right? <laughs> right. Are, do you feel that way about yourself, that sometimes your head's in the clouds? Oh, yes. And sometimes it's just, but I, I always think there's just something, there's always, we're processing, we're always processing. We see so much of the world and it's we see it in it in its full capacity at times and it can be a lot but um you know i think that there's a there's a head in the clouds but then there's still that groundedness that people don't see so uh, yeah i think that that's um that's kind of I, I i do certain things to kind of stay grounded and and but um definitely have had the i was that kid that was always told you're always a teacher you know, they put things out. I don't know if you yeah. remember back in the day, they used to put on your report card. What was, I mean, you know, other kids would, oh, they're, they're, they're not focused. It's always daydreaming. <laughs> she gets her work done, but she's always daydreaming. <laughs> so my head was always in the clouds, even from an early age. So, yeah, I think it's that we're super woo-woo. I try to incorporate the practical with the metaphysical because you can do things really practically that people don't realize. You know, I I understand people listening to this podcast saying, you know, saying to themselves, I can't stop for 15 minutes because I work in a school and I can't. You know, I have eight classes a day. I'm a teacher. I, I understand where they're coming from. But what you can do is you can carry a few crystals in your Mm -hmm. pocket. You can carry a few crystals in your backpack. You can touch them when you're having a bad moment. You know, you can buy something like black tourmaline, which wards off negativity and gives you power. And you can have, it's the smallest thing, it's 50 cents. And you can throw that in your backpack. You can throw that in your purse. And you can have power that way and go back to source that way. So I try to look at it as being, yes, we're all trying to evolve to 5D. But at the end of the day, we're living this 3D human experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. The, just uh, all of it, all together, and the, 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 the source and the, the energy and the power that goes into it. Um, I remember in one of your podcasts, you were talking about how just as humans, we're just so busy. And like you mentioned, the 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 teachers and, and that being able to slow down and things like that. Why do you think that is always the hardest part, slowing down? Like, what is it about that? Why is that so a hard thing to do for just us as humans, just in general? Because we've been conditioned that you're cool when you have a million things to do. Yeah. And that's it. I think you're cool. If you're, if you know, you're, you're doing your job, Nikki, and then you have your side hustle and then you have your podcast and then you're writing and then you have your friends and then you have your social life. Well, where's time for Nikki? I'm sorry. I'm using yeah. you as an example. I'm not saying that's I, I, I know. That's, I'm pondering. You're going to have me in the clouds again. Like, when is, where is time for Nikki? I'm like, when did I have time to myself? Even when I was on vacation, I really was yeah. always with family. They took up all my time. So um, I get that. Yes, that is so true. We just always do. And I, I wish we, we just have this, this westernized way of doing things. I wish we could look to other, um, I think, was it in... Um, I don't know if it's Europe, but it's overseas where they do like four day work weeks or something like that. And they make, uh, make t- yeah, they make time to just, you know, you have longer work weeks, but you have like three or four days off just to recuperate. And do. And I think I would probably be more productive if I 
Well, I think I kind of am. I do have long work weeks, but then I work on the weekends and stuff like that. But yeah, we are always on. Just go, 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 go. And I think that's just our our society and our culture. And I think the pandemic kind of put us in a in a mode where we had to slow down. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you, but um, during the pandemic, a lot of things just kind of changed, like how you see things, um, how you how you plan. So I know a lot for a lot of people, it's goal setting is something that's important. How did the I would say the pandemic change your thinking on your goal setting and what you wanted out of life moving forward? Great question. I moved more into my sole purpose because what happened was all these private jets were getting grounded. I wasn't getting work and I had this nice little respite and I really thought about my life and I said, what do I want? What do I want out of this life? And we had just bought our farm and uh, it's a new marriage. I'm, you know, I'm married now, what, three, four years. I should know the answer to that. Congrats. (laughs) Congrats. (laughs) So, but it's, you know, it's, it's my first time being married. I've always wanted a family. I don't want children, but I always wanted a family and we have two dogs and we have seven cows and we have a whole farm and I just wanted to live my life really super peacefully and not be that run around, rush around person. And I'm not, I take care of myself. And let me tell you, Nikki, I've been dealing with a health issue where I've had no choice. I've had to slow down. Not COVID people, not COVID, but yes. there's <laughs> but, other um, things out there beyond COVID. But yeah. There's other things there really are. And that's been something that, whew, and I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you uh, something I talk about a little bit on my podcast, but I think will help your listeners, especially about soul purpose, is I had to deal during COVID with confronting a childhood trauma that happened to me from the age of four to six. And once I went to this childhood trauma energy healer, so it's a form of talk therapy and energy healing. So it's very metaphysical. Once I went to her, things got released. You know, things were getting released out of my body. The trauma is getting released out of my body. It's becoming very physical. And what surprised me was when the trauma was being released, I thought I was going to be angry, right? Because that's what you see on TV and movies. You see, oh, this person starts right. throwing things and screams at their husband and gets angry. Total opposite reaction. I was numbing out. And I'm still in that numbing out phase, even though I don't seem like it. Today, I'm good. But <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I I am in that numbing out phase. And the healer told me it's because this is how you coped with the trauma when you were that young. So that's yeah. something I've had to come to terms with in COVID, too, was wow, this is now I have, you know, a little bit of a health issue from from releasing this trauma. So that was something that took me by surprise. So now I'm forced to slow down. Yeah. Source is telling me slow down. Mm -hmm. And when your body is slowing down, it's telling you it's telling you for a reason. It's like you either slow down or I will slow you down. (laughs) Yep. So you have to just take care and, and really take that in. Um, now I know a lot of uh, you um, of your you're you're in a different place now. You had a lot of the um, um, really getting into your core and your soul purpose, and I know those things within were a driving force for you. But what were some of the driving forces without? What was someone or something or moment in time that really inspired you, encouraged you? 
to poop to move forward and to know that you're going in the right direction. Wow, that's I I hadn't thought about that one. Well, you know what? I am going to use the Snoop Dogg answer. Do you know the Snoop Dogg answer? Do you know Uh -uh. the meme? I know the name. Snoop Dogg. (laughs) (laughs) The Snoop Dogg answer. He came out with a speech around six months ago. It was a really good meme, and the speech was, "I'd like to thank myself." Instead of thanking yes. everyone else, okay, yes, I I'd do like remember to thank that myself. speech. Yes, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna just steal off a of Snoop because why not, right? And I have to thank myself because there was a lot of times where I was alone and I had to pick myself up and inspire myself. And there were a lot of those moments where I had to tune into source and and really pick myself up. And it was hard. I'll, I'll give you an example. Actually, a good publishing example. When I would go to these events and I would speak, there would be other authors and they would be there with their spouses or even their kids and their family and they would be their cheerleaders and they would help them set up books and it was great. I had no one. I've never had a friend. I've never had a family member. I've never even had my ex-fiance attend an event. And maybe that's on Mm -hmm. me a little bit, but I just ended up doing it all myself. And so I had to learn to pick myself up. And how did I do that? By really tuning into source. Yes, that is so important because we, sometimes we look for others to be our motivation or we look to other things. And if we continue down that path, we're never going to be motivated to do the things that we want to do. We're never going to be inspired to move forward. And we just, I think as as humans, we can get in our own way in terms of our feelings and we can be down but if we're looking for someone else to lift our spirits and to lift us up you know we may be waiting a long time because everybody has their own stuff and and not we're not always in a position where we have the people around us to lift us up so i really um resonate with that idea of giving yourself that praise and 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 acknowledging and applauding yourself for just doing just that, picking yourself up and, and being your own cheerleader. Because I think that just as important as it is people, don't get me wrong, we need people, but we also need that cheerleader within to kind of push us forward as well. Um, so thank you for that. Can I, would now be a good time to give some resources maybe to your reader? Yes, your that's listener? what, that's what see, I was see, trying you did, to say. I just did but that. I, I said reader. <laughs> Yeah, I did that earlier. My listeners, yes, I was trying to put it in a way to um, how we what are some good tips that you uh, would want to give to the listeners who are going through some of the things that you uh, kind of encountered. So go ahead. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. As I said, meditation crystals, that's great to look into. Here's something that really helped me, especially with the sole purpose idea. You may have some listeners, Nikki, sitting here going, I don't know what I want to do. I'm so tired of people asking me my passion. What's your passion? What's your passion? What's your passion? Well, I don't <laughs> right. have a effing passion. I don't know. Like, I don't know. If I know, <laughs> I'd be doing it, right? Right. <laughs> and that question gets annoying. And I would get that in my 20s and I would say, oh my God, if I hear that one more time. So instead of going through it that way, I recommend a book, if it resonates with you, if the metaphysical and spiritual resonate with you, it's called The Old Soul's Guidebook by Ainsley McLeod. And this book is off the charts because what it does is it gives you your soul level 
And these levels are one to 10 and number 10 is being the oldest soul, meaning you've had a ton of past lives or probably around 120 past lives. And then you can also get your soul type within your soul level. So I am a level nine, 10 soul. And then my soul types, because there's usually two, sometimes people identify with three. I'm a creator and a spiritualist. So nice. it's a really great way to kind of nail down who you are and why you are here to be put on this earth in this lifetime. And I, I just love this book. I've recommended it. I spoke about it just this week on Clubhouse and people really resonated with that idea. And if it were me 15 years ago, just going, I don't know what to do. And someone gave me this resource, I would say, please, if it resonates with you, go ahead and explore it because it's exceptional. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I will make sure that I put the name of that book in the description so that um, listeners are able to have an opportunity to check that out. That sounds like a really good idea and the, the way it breaks it down numerically, the levels and, and, and how many um, you can be, you would have been connected with is very uh, interesting. I definitely have to check that out myself because I always love reading and and connecting to um, and finding more information about things. So thank you for that. I, I was really into numerology things as well, you know, like the counting, um, the connections of the time and you were born and, 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 and how it's connected to the type of person that you are and those types of things. So um, I resonate with that as well. So there's so many different ways to kind of Tap into understanding yourself and, and connecting to yourself and knowing um, just different ways to discover that 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 passion, so to speak. Because yeah. I got so sick of people always asking, what is your passion? What do you, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, at least I was fortunate. I've always known my passion, but I didn't always pursue it. So mm. um, I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? The passion for um, just learning and 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 uh, and I love just the arts and then and and reading and all of that and storytelling, all of those passions. I'm just at the point where I'm just like, you know what? I'm pushing it forward this time in my life, and I'm not looking back. I'll still do the other things that I'm passionate about, but I'm really pushing the things that I've always wanted to do, and pushing those forward. So. Um, Okay, so I think we've talked about a lot of different things. Uh, I want to go, I don't want to keep you too long, but I do have this um, this time where I do like little rapid questions where I just kind of ask you a couple of questions that are kind of off topic, but at the same time, it kind of gives us a little idea of you and it kind of gives um, the readers something to, to kind of, readers, the listeners a little something more to kind of digest. So, this is what happens when you have two writers. This is the I know, because it's always about the readers. <laughs> readers, and it's grilled in your head, readers, and then you're like, wait. Yep. Okay, yep. the listeners, the listeners. Um, what are some small things that make your day better? Definitely my pets. I love my pets. I have two really cute dogs and Aww. I have seven cows. So I go out, we have a farm, so I go mm -hmm. out and sometimes I'll pet the cows and they love it. We have one cow, she's really cute and she will come up to you like a dog and kind of butt her head against you because she wants Aww. to be pet. 
and she's sweet. And my husband rakes her, actually takes a rake and rakes her. And I'm sure she, she loves that. <laughs> she loves that. And and she, if he tries to go out and do farm work, she will make sure she gets her raking first and her petting first. So that's kind of fun. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I just, I, you know, you always think about, you always know about the personalities of dogs and cats and everything. But when you think about other pets and they have personalities too, like someone's pet iguana, I just saw a video where <laughs> they could, they taught their, um, their pet, they called their dragon. They taught their dragon how to, how to come on call. And so you just see this little coming running up when it's his wow. name is called and I was like I never really thought about them and so I never really thought about cows but I'm like that could probably be very interesting the different uh, personalities and I love to see them interact with other animals so that that's something that definitely always gives me uh, a little piece of joy as well um what are some things you had to unlearn You are so intuitive because this was (laughs) huge for me last week. You have no idea. So again, I'm going to this energy trauma healer and I had to, well, I had to learn last week that I'm an emotional eater Mm. and I don't look like a typical emotional eater. And I never identified with it because you hear a lot about Overeaters Anonymous and things like that, but I just, I didn't know. And I, I was so into, not so into labels, but I just didn't have the right information. So I associated weight with emotional eating and it's not, it's, it's not at all. So I've had to start unlearning emotional eating because again, I went through this childhood trauma and the way I coped was I hid chocolate under my bed and my mom and I would get in horrendous fights. So that was the way I cope. So if you've been doing that for 40 years <laughs> and now you have to unlearn it, that's not easy. And do I slip up? I absolutely slipped up. Did I have a bunch of chocolate yesterday? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, every day it gets less and less and I'm doing much better, but I, I really have to unlearn this emotional eating and it's probably going to be something I'm going to be healing from for the next 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, eating, eating. Uh, you just you just never know um, what what can uh, things that you can learn about yourself, and you're never too old to learn something new about yourself. So, just yep. knowing that now, it's like okay, this is something that now that I know, I'm more conscious and aware of it. It's something that I can you know continue to um, learn from and grow from. Um, what do you do to relax? Oh, what do I do to relax? So <laughs> I like Those to curve walk. Balls. I know, I know. I like that curveball. <laughs> I walk. So I do I do a lot of walking in nature. That helps relax me. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of God, it's like the worst answer ever. I I have this chair I love. And I sit outside on our porch and my husband used to do this all the time. And I was like, why are you just sitting outside on the porch staring at the farm? But now it's like, I love doing it. It's my obsession. Yeah. I just love, I'll bring my iPad out there. I'll do my work out there. And that's something I really do to relax as well. Yes. Um, I, that's a, it's something simple, but it's just like taking that moment. Like, because life mm-hmm. goes and goes and goes. And just to be able to take that moment and sit on the land and the farm that you that you own and just enjoy it. Look out at your cows. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's such a serene moment. And just it's almost like you're one with 
just the world in that moment. You can just be and just just live in that space. And I think that's amazing. So, um, all right. So you have been such an amazing guest, Jay India, and I thank you so Nikki, much. <laughs> can I can I inter- can I be horrible and interrupt you? Yes, and just no, say, be horrible. Go so- for it. <laughs> okay, Source wants me to tell your listeners something quickly. Okay. And do you mind right. if I just end with this? No, go for it. Okay, go for please. it. Please. Okay. I want you guys, if you're struggling with your soul purpose, besides going and getting the Old Souls Guidebook and meditating and crystals and looking into all of that, if it resonates with you, really try to think of a vision and you can ask to see it in your dreams of what you want your life to be like. Exactly what you want it mm. to be like. I I did this. And this is what I got. And now I had seen the woman before. She's a famous painter. Her name is Akian. I don't think I know the last name. She's a Lithuanian. I don't know if you've heard of her, Nikki. She's a Lithuanian American. She was a little girl at the time and she painted the most accurately historical rendering of Jesus Christ as oh, a wow. six year old or something. Wow. She's crazy talented. So for some reason she kept popping up in my visions and my dreams and how she lives her night how she lives her life now as a young woman she has a farm she plays with her animals most of the day and then she paints and she lives this nice quiet calm life she does go out and she does do appearances and things like that but i was like that re- that that is it that's what i want mm-hmm. that resonates with me so if anyone wants to ask source for that definitely ask source for that definitely yes um because sometimes it's there it's it's in our dreams it's it's right it's right in front of us and we just don't realize it so that's a thank you for that that is an amazing story um and uh and a suggestion to do that so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up um before we go jay india is there any would you like to tell the listeners where they can find additional information about you that would be great. And then um, we'll go from there. <laughs> you can find me at Two Inches Off the Ground on Instagram. And Nikki, this has been an absolute honor. I can feel your energy. You are such an old soul and you're such an amazing soul. And I'm, I am <laughs> so blessed and honored. And I, I speak in gratitude for being on this podcast today. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And thank you, Jay India, for taking time to just be with us as we wrap another wonderful episode and um like she said she gave you the information where you can find additional information i'll also make sure that i put that in the chat for everyone so um again thanks for everyone for joining us and tune in every thursday at 10 a.m for a new episode and until we meet again i'm your host nikki c and remember it's time to get back to dreaming again and if not now then win.